0: Welcome to the Expedition to Try podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I'm assuming a lot of you people don't either. So let's all try and figure it out together. I'm here with very talented, handsome Kyle Kennedy. Oh, you flatter me. <laughs> uh, so Kyle, what's, uh, what's your story, dude? Uh, who are you? Where did you come from? Where are you going? What's, <laughs> what's the elevator pitch, dude?
1: So my name is Kyle Kennedy, and as coming from the show of Blue Mountain State, I came straight from my dad's balls, if we want to get technical (laughs) about it, (laughs) but uh, I grew up in North New Jersey in a town called Oakland, and then going into high school, I moved to another town in North Jersey called Mawa, because my mother got remarried, and we moved in with my stepdad, and now I'm 24 years old. I am a high school biology teacher. I went to school at Stockton University in South Jersey. And I just finished my first year of teaching and we wrapped it up with four months of quarantine teaching, which has been a really odd and interesting experience, but it's been, it's been going well, I would say.
0: (laughs) So I actually, I was thinking about, I don't know a ton about you because I've only like interacted with you a few times just when you visit Binghamton with Matt or like Todd Mm -hmm. or some of them. So like, this will be an interesting podcast. I didn't even know you were (laughs) going to be a teacher or anything. So what was your process of uh, becoming the teacher you are now? Like, when did you, let's start in the beginning. When did you know that you wanted to study biology in college?
1: So it's funny, your, your motto you have in the beginning of the podcast, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, and I'm assuming <laughs> that you guys don't know either. That is exactly where I was after completing my first year of college, where I had a year, I had no major declared, I had a bunch of general classes taken, I tried some psychology classes, some biology classes, some philosophy classes to kind of get a taste of what you know I wanted to do the end of freshman year happens and what do you know still have no idea what the hell i want to do um but i knew i didn't want to spend six years in undergrad i wanted to graduate on time maybe take another semester or two extra but i didn't want to be in in college you know for too too long so what happened is i went online i looked at all the different majors i really liked psychology almost majored in psych but then realized it is crazy hard to get a psych job with only a four-year degree I would have had to go to grad school and then potentially get a PhD and I didn't want to spend that much time in school in my 20s yeah so I was like yeah fuck that I gotta figure out something else to do with my life so (laughs) I've always loved nature and biology Um, I like biology a lot in high school I took AP bio in high school and I knew I wanted to do something where I was helping people and something that wasn't a desk job because I could not sit at a desk and just work and do something all day. I could not do that. I would lose my mind. Um, and my brother and a lot of my friends do coding, so computer science, IT, and they were talking to me about that. And it just, I, I I took Java in high school, did not like it, was not my thing, did not want to do that for a living. I knew the money was there, but I knew I wouldn't be happy doing it. So I landed on teaching and then teaching biology because number one, generally speaking, science teachers, you have the easiest job opportunities in the whole country like if you're a physics or chem teacher crazy easy bio is a little tougher to come by but still a lot easier than let's say language arts or gym or um or even math math you can get a job fairly easily but the sciences a science teacher is always wanted because that's kind of where education is going and that's the new you know uh subject of of the past 50 years or so science is how people have been progressing so, yeah, it was kind of not really on a whim. I kind of had it planned out, but I kind of also wasn't exactly sure if it was what I wanted to do until I started student teaching. And this was three years after, no, two and a half years after I declared my major. I started student teaching. I loved it. Um, within the first couple of weeks, I realized that this was, okay, I made the right choice. I could do this for at least, you know, five or 10 years. I, I feel like I won't get bored of this for a while.
0: Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, so, um, you kept saying that you didn't want to be in school that long in your 20s. Are you not a fan of learning in school? Or you prefer teaching it? Or like, so what were you like in high school and throughout college? Did you enjoy the classes and things? Or were you just like, I can't wait to be out of here?
1: Um, It was a bit of both, I want to say. It was more, I didn't want to spend all my, all my 20s in college consecutively so i didn't want to go from high school to undergrad to grad school i feel like that was just i would get burnt out of school i wouldn't want to be motivated to learn i wouldn't want to do it um because i do want to go to grad school eventually but i definitely number one because i didn't want to pay for you know more than i needed to for undergrad because i had to pay for most of it myself um and then uh yeah number two I, I felt like I would need a break between undergrad and graduate school to kind of work and, and just not be in school and then also to make money and start saving up and kind of loosely planning my future, which I've been able to do, especially quarantine. And I've spent a lot of time at home. I've saved a ton of money just on gas. I would spend like 250 plus bucks only on gas, driving to only work, if we're only talking about driving to work and back. because I have a 45 commute, commute, commute one way every single day. Jeez. So that's a lot of gas money right there. <laughs> What what year are you teaching? So they're ninth graders this year, and I'm only teaching biology. So it's high school, high school level. I'm certified. I can teach AP bio, honors bio, uh, any life science classes. Um, so the goal, actually, I like teaching bio. I like teaching ninth graders, um, but I had a job for about a month and a half last year that was only temporary teaching um, at a different school. And I taught anatomy and physiology to seniors and juniors and then I also taught bio to 10th graders and I didn't think I would like teaching to juniors and seniors just because I have a younger looking face (laughs) and I felt like it would be just a little weird and and our our vibes wouldn't really yeah because like I'm I'm the teacher but some of you look older than me I feel like it would just be an awkward interaction but actually by far was was my favorite class to teach and the kids were great and um so that's I, I do wanna end up teaching AP bio sometime in my future. That is my <laughs> current goal within the next, you know, five or six years.
0: That's why I feel like I could well, it's just this time period right now, with all the people coming out of college and like trying to get jobs and teaching, we all look so young. Like you know Brandon, our friend Brandon. He's he's gonna be a teacher now once all quarantine's over. He <laughs> like all the kids look so much older than him. I could never be <laughs> a teacher. People would think I was like 15. It's like, what is this kid? Why is he dressed in a button? I could, I could never do it, but
1: um, I think you could do it for sure. You just got to own it.
0: Yeah. Just actually my first semester, I went to a community college for the first semester of college. And I remember sitting in the hallway waiting for my bio class and this dude was standing there in a lab coat. And I was like, Oh, this kid looks kind of cool. I'll uh, probably sit next to him or something just to see. And he ended up being the teacher (laughs) But, like, I didn't know because he didn't have his keys or something. He, like, left them in his car, so he had to wait for something. So I thought he was a student this whole time. But (laughs) he ended up being our professor, one of the greatest professors. Because you can, like, you can kind of, I don't know, maybe you can agree or not, but I can't think of the word, resonate with the kids, I guess. So, like, you know more about what is going on in the world in their eyes, like what memes are trending and shit like that. Yeah. Like, would you say that you like make those connections with your kids that you teach?
1: Oh, 100%. I, I, so when I taught, funny enough, I don't know why or how exactly this is, but the first generation of Pokemon has been trending recently. <laughs> I don't know if it's Pokemon Go or if they remade Red and Blue somehow, but all the kids know about the first generation of Pokemon. So there's a part of biology where we teach embryos, which if you think Mew, Mew is effectively an embryo. And then um, we taught fossils and the importance of the fossil record in terms of evolution. So I had a picture of, uh, I used one of the fossil Pokemon. I think it was Pterodactyl. And I would just have pictures of them on on my slides and the kids would definitely enjoy that and resonate with that. And SpongeBob also, I referenced SpongeBob a ton because they know SpongeBob. You can't not reference
0: SpongeBob.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm
0: I'm so glad kids still recognize SpongeBob. it's (laughs) oh it's crazy the problem is we it's i haven't watched spongebob like the new episodes and they're still coming out so like i don't understand the references now there's like that cutoff point where like that's the last meme i could remember like i don't know anything after that and that's weird to me
1: (laughs) no i agree it's yeah there's and there's even like the kids always know memes before me so like simp for example they were talking about simps for gotta get on TikTok, kyle i will never get on tiktok i oh man i do i'm not a fan let's just leave <laughs> it at that <laughs> not <right>. for me
0: <laughs> yeah there's a there's constantly new memes coming out every day and it's hard to keep up with all of
1: them it is were it they really calling is. You, and were a lot they, of them are er, not good
0: calling you a simp or did they just say it
1: no nah, so they um they were they were just referencing it and at first i heard it and i'm thinking that sounds like a swear word almost like that sounds like they shouldn't be saying it in school. So I'm like, guys, number one, is, is that, I don't know what this means. I'm going to look it up. Is, is it something you should not be saying? Cause I'm not going to get you in trouble now, but if it is, if it means something bad, like don't say it in class, cause that's not cool. <laughs> and then I looked it up and I thought it was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, that happened with Sam. That happened with I got okay boomered a couple times. Oof! It's like, what are you talking oh, about? Oh god! And I looked it up. I was like, I'm not even. I'm 23 or 23, <laughs> 24. I'm not a boomer, not even close. Oof! That's probably the worst diss you could possibly <laughs> receive at our age.
0: How awful! Because we say that to our parents and grandparents. Oh god. Yeah,
1: actually, which is How pretty funny. Awful. So,
0: <laughs> where did? Now that we went on a little bit of a tangent, where do you <laughs> see yourself going after? You said you're probably going to be happy the next five to 10 years. Do you mm-hmm. see yourself doing something else as of right now? Where do you see yourself going after that?
1: So as of now, I could see myself if I really enjoy teaching and if it's fresh enough, I could see myself doing it potentially my whole life, but I could also see myself getting bored of it pretty quickly. Um, so I like teaching because number one, I have the opportunity I could go to grad school. I could get a, master's degree the school i'm working at a lot of schools will pay for your masters if you take it while you're working for them which is an added benefit so i have the option of potentially even i don't think i'll ever get a phd it doesn't really interest me at this point in my life but that's always an option if i go into research or if i go into uh teaching at a university full-time instead of teaching at a high school that option is open i can go into um, administration within the school system it's very common for It's almost all the the supervisors of science or English or math to once have been a teacher. And then usually you go from like teacher to supervisor, then potentially to vice principal principal. I could see myself maybe doing like that, maybe going that route because I do like management as well. Um, But I've noticed from my experience so far, depending on the district, it can be really political. And I hate that. I absolutely hate that and despise that, especially in a school system where your goal should not be for your benefit. If you're a principal if you're a teacher you are there for the kids and that's what it should be and a lot of the uh teachers and administration in my experience can kind of butt heads and be against each other where administration wants something and teachers are kind of against it because it is extra work and it's not benefiting the students it's work that the teachers need to do that benefits the administration but then that's also taking away the time that the teachers are using for grading and making their lessons better and um finding new lessons and it's 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 been a crazy first year at my school in particular for sure so
0: it definitely sounds like yeah I don't yeah. know all the ins and outs of the uh administration or anything but it sounds like it's kind of dramatic apparently
1: <laughs> it is and it it definitely depends on the district you're at yeah um but my district there's it's 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 almost like some of it's high bullshit high school drama that goes on and it's it's just i don't understand it like these are grown adults that you know some people that i've noticed just can't really like don't know what they're doing and it's a shame because it, it then affects especially if you're in charge everyone else below you and then that's indirectly affecting the kids and you want the kids to have the best experience the goal for education should be for the kids and it just doesn't seem that way for everyone. Some people are more focused on on their careers, which is you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's weird. It's a weird dynamic because it's education. So like you wanna you want what's good for you, but you also want what's good for the kids. So what's more important.
0: Right. You know? Yeah, it's it's like finding that balance. Like especially with being a teacher, I feel like that balance kinda has to sway more towards the students. Cause I feel like you can't focus fully like 100% on your career, obviously, it's good to be selfish at points. But like, if you're only doing what's good for you in your career, then you're not helping the kids at all. And then those kids yeah. are just gonna not learn, or like not try in school. And then that affects everything afterwards, even if they go to college, or whether they don't, like everything's changed after that. Yeah, no, I agree. So <laughs> do you have any wild teaching stories? after just being there for a year.
1: Oh man. Oh yeah, so many. Um (laughs) oh so the first one that comes to note, um just because it's so ridiculous, uh I have a student who and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm ninety nine percent sure. So (laughs) he comes into my class and I've heard just them over speaking over I've overheard them talking about smoking weed before right just in normal classes not in school not in the class just in general yeah and it's like okay I can't tell them you know I can't I I can say hey guys let's not talk about that which I do but I can't you know always control them I can't prevent them from saying something they're gonna if they're gonna say it they're gonna say it so I had a student who one day came in and he it's the start of class and he walks up to me and goes Mr. Kennedy I feel really nauseous can I go to the nurse I go, yeah, of course, go ahead. And then another student walks up and goes, here, I'll take him there to make sure he's okay. I say, all right, yeah, no problem. Go to the nurse. So they go to the nurse, couple minutes, the student that went with him came back and announced to the whole class because that's what they do sometimes uh the student just threw up in another teacher's toilet on the way to the nur- not toilet sorry trash can on the way to the nurse <laughs> oh, God. and i just look at him i go dude you don't that's why, why are you <laughs> announcing this number one that's not respectful and number two go sit down and, like just be quiet that's not cool at all and i shamed him a little bit and then as he's going and walking down he goes yeah guys the dangers of marijuana be careful so i'm assuming the kid was high On marijuana and got so high he got nauseous and puked in another teacher's trash can (laughs) on the way to class and then the icing on the cake the very next day in class the student who went to the nurse and threw up raises his hand and i walk over and this is while they're doing work so i'm just walking around the room answering questions and (laughs) (laughs) and helping them out and he goes mr kennedy can i ask you a political question and I go, oh, my God. Yeah, this oh God. is. And I even say, yeah, that's how I'm going to keep my job talking about politics. Go ahead. Ask away. <laughs> and he, he asks me, do you think marijuana should be legal? <laughs> and I, I just couldn't believe that he would ask such a question after what happened yesterday. So I just kind of shook my head inside and walked away. And that was that. <laughs>
0: I like to imagine that those two kids were walking to the nurse's office. This kid goes, oh, hold on a second. And he like opens a door while the teacher is teaching, picks up the trash can, vomits in it, and then just like wipes himself and then waves. And the whole class is just staring at him.
1: And then they just keep walking.
0: And they're like, what the hell just happened?
1: Oh, it would be so funny being a student in that class. You'd be so confused probably. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. What are some other, uh, before your teaching job, what are some odd jobs that you've had before college, like through high school when you were first able to work? What
1: else did you do? So the only two real jobs I had before that is I worked at a place called Kukin Brothers, which is essentially like a Home Depot or Lowe's, except they're a smaller family-run business. And cause my dad works in sales there. So he got me a job working in the yard, carrying around lumber and going on truck deliveries with drivers and helping unload, you know, anything from doors to plywood, to sheetrock to, you know, stuff like that. Um, and I did that for, from when I was 16 until 18, I think I worked three summers there. And then I worked during my senior year of high school, I would stock hardware inside the main stores, like hammers and screws and nails and stuff like that. And that was a really cool job. Um, and there was this dude there, actually, very nice guy, Antonio, and he was 55 maybe. And he would always tell me, "Now, Kyle, listen here, you better go to college, and you better stay stay in school, because if you don't, and if you drop out, we're gonna be here waiting for you, and you can come <laughs> back here and work for us, and you probably don't want that." So he was pretty funny because it's it's a job if you do construction your whole life, it takes a toll on your body. So the people there were great, very nice, very friendly, and it was cool. And I had a lot of a lot of just you know, unique experiences in that regard. And then I worked at ShopRite all of summer during the summers when I was in college. So I would go to ShopRite and I worked in almost every department. Um I would tell my boss that hey, listen, I can't be on register if I'm working 40 hour weeks. I'm gonna lose my mind. Please put me anywhere. Wherever you're short people, please put me. So I worked a ton of dairy. I worked a lot of frozen. I worked online shopping for the last summer and a half I was there. So I did like six months total of online shopping. I worked in produce, I worked in grocery. Um and that was cool to a certain extent. It was it was a job that's a fun job if you are in high school and college because there's a lot of other kids your age, so there's a lot of people you can, you know, hang out with. A lot of people gone to relationships, you know. Um so it could be good for that if that's what you're looking for as well. Uh and yeah, it was it was it was good. Definitely not something that I would wish anyone to work full time because honestly, it's a pretty shitty job to work yeah. full time. And also the the I had a lot of good managers. I had a couple of bad managers. Um, so yeah, it's also flexible. So like I would tell them sometimes, especially towards the end, I would tell them, listen, I'm going on vacation three weeks. I'm not going to be in. If, if, and they'd almost always tell me, okay, we'll just, you know, rehire you when you come back. No problem. But my last main manager I had for the last two summers I worked there was definitely a hard ass. And she, she was, uh, very strict and kind of treated everyone the same so you know you have people who i worked with who literally would barely do their job and would show up and complain and be a total pain in the ass but they'd show up every day but they'd always you know be in a bad mood and be complaining Where i would literally do anything they asked and i'd make it fun so kyle we need you to go clean up the trash on the side of the building because the trash is blowing from the wind and hitting the side of the building and we have a lot of trash so we're going to need you to go do that outside in 100 degree weather when you have your uniform on and jeans on i'll be i always give them a hard time first so i'll say oh you want me to go pick up the trash i thought i'm supposed to be a cashier, but then i go do it right i would go do it <laughs> yeah. and i wouldn't mind and it's okay and i do carts outside for hours in the blistering heat so i would be someone who would always work and I, i'm a hard worker so i would like get the job done and i do it but in return i would kind of you know um I guess, do things you're not necessarily supposed to do. So sometimes uh, when I was in the online shopping room, I would listen to music with an earphone when I was packing the groceries, right? And our manager didn't like that. And I got in a lot of trouble for using my headphone. I would never do it when I was out in the, um, like talking to customers. And I would always go out of my way to help people and be super friendly. And I have very little bad experiences with customers because of that. But she would like, is so angry at me and yell at me in front of the other people. And I'd just be like, oh, sorry is what it is
0: (laughs) so what are your what are your thoughts on it seems like you're the type of person who uh sticks it out when it comes to jobs but like what what are your opinions on if you realize that you don't actually like the job at all or like you hate it whatever it might be are you someone who will stick it out and make it fun however you possibly can Um, or do you think it's better to just kind of move on when you
1: realize that So the way I view it in high school and college, if you're working a job that's, you know, probably going to be minimum wage or a little more, it's probably not going to be fun for the most part. You can't really get, because you're not starting a career. You you don't want to work at ShopRite as a career. You don't want to work at McDonald's as a career. It's not something you want to do typically in 2020 anyway. So if, if it's something like that, I say just stick it out, make it fun however you can. If you're someone that maybe you wanna get a new summer job every single year, do that if that's what you need to do. Um, and that's kind of with Chopper, I was able to work in a different department on the daily. If I was just a cashier for four years, I would have quit for sure, I couldn't do that. I would go like work at Old Navy or, or The Gap or something else just for you know the, the change of pace. Yeah. But it, after that, once you graduate college or if you're doing a trade, if you're an electrician, I feel you have to consider, number one, you have to support yourself financially like that you you just have to do it right you don't want to rely on other people and you don't want to be a leech in that regard um but so you shouldn't just quit your job on a whim if you don't like it but if you notice that you're really unhappy and you're you're working a job that's soul crushing as some people say you should definitely take some type of action and you should try to set up a loose plan so all right i'm gonna start making podcasts let's say right and then i'm gonna try to get you know certain amount of viewers in a year and then as i do this podcast thing i'm still going to be working at the job that i don't really like because i need to support myself financially so if i decided one day i hate teaching like i don't want to be a teacher anymore it's not for me i would still continue teaching but i would come up with another plan so if i'm not going to teach what the hell am i going to do with my life how am i going to make money how am i going to support myself
0: and then that that whole like (laughs) the motivation to start something new kind of keeps you going at the job because you're still making money, obviously, like you said, but then you're actually working harder towards something else that'll actually make you happier at the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I totally agree with that. What are some of your um, hindsight moments? I don't know if you've listened to a couple of the other ones, but a hindsight moment to me is any moment in your past life that, when it was happening may have been a shitty moment or like you were thinking I'll never get through this, whatever it might be. And then now when you look back, you realize that that moment kind of made a huge difference in your life and put you on a path to where you are now. Do you have any of that pop into your head? I know it's hard to think of those. A lot of the time yeah. people are like, I have no idea. There's so much stuff. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I have, I have a couple. Um, the most recent one, I would say, is, um, so I I was in a relationship with a girl from the beginning of my senior year of college, so 2017, until March of 2019, so it was about a year and a half of us being together, and uh, I guess to keep it short, she's from South Jersey, that's where I went to college, that's how we met, And we knew that I was moving up to North Jersey, potentially, once I graduated college, because that's where my parents are, I was probably going to stay home for a year. And it was kind of up in the air. So we were trying to figure out what to do with our relationship. And um, I'd been in one serious relationship before her that lasted a year. But this was definitely the, the, like, first love relationship of being with someone. So there was a lot of different things that happened a lot of different talks. We had trying to figure out, okay, what are we going to do? Cause we don't want to break up, but how is this going to work? She had just started grad school, which was a two-year program, which she's actually should be just finishing up this July. So she couldn't, couldn't really move up here. And I was considering moving down there. And essentially what happened is like, it was, it was a, and I was living with her also in October, which was crazy and, and, and difficult for many different reasons. Um, but, What it boiled down to, I think, is both of us were just not not see, I'm not, I don't want to pin it all on her because it's definitely not all on her. I had a lot of (laughs) fuck-ups myself as well, but I think one of the biggest problems is she was not really comfortable with just saying how she felt. So, like, I thought we had a plan and things were going well, and then it just turned out it wasn't at all. And uh, I ended up after, after December, then I moved back up to north jersey and i was staying with my parents and we decided okay we'll try this long distance relationship for a little bit we'll say what it feels even though we both decided that like we didn't want to do long distance and we decided this six months prior to december over the summer we said yeah we're not gonna do long distance because that's stupid because it's indefinite also we could be long distance for a year it could be five years we don't know Mm. so that's something that you know i didn't want to stick out and she didn't want either which is good so essentially what happened is i broke up with her in March early March and I was like so depressed for (laughs) for so long I was I was yeah really in a bad spot for uh for a couple months um and I I didn't start to feel 100% okay probably until late September so it took a good six or seven months for me to be 100% okay yeah the first month was hell second month was really bad third month was was getting a little better but still pretty fucking horrible um and yeah like there there would be nights where i would just lie in bed for hours and i'd be up to like 5 a.m for the first every single night i would not fall asleep until you know between two and five and i was getting four hours of sleep for a full month after doing this because i was just so sad and so depressed and uh and i guess it was something i i knew it was gonna end and i knew i would be okay But while it was happening, it just felt like your whole world was crashing down and burning and everything around you was on fire, right? So that was something that now looking back, I kind of channeled all the energy. I learned how to play the drums, um, which now I've been drumming for a year and a half. I started working out a lot more. I started getting into cardio. I started doing a lot more hiking with Todd, actually. So we went on a bunch of hikes. We went on a road trip to Nashville. I have a friend out in Nashville where we drove through Kentucky and West Virginia and Pennsylvania. We went to Nashville, and that was like a a twelve day trip. Uh, We went to the Great Smoky Mountains um, because both of us just graduated college and weren't working at the time, so we had some free time as well. So I kind of used it as an opportunity to figure out how to how to make myself a better person in different aspects. So like I'm in better shape than I've ever been in now. Uh, I know how to play the drums, which is really cool. I read a lot more, and I really focused on improving myself as a person. So that definitely, I feel like I'm much more of a complete person now than I was when we broke up. Um, And yeah, I feel like just life also, in general, you're always striving. You should always be striving to just keep growing and keep improving on things that are important to you and figuring out what you like and what you don't like, and then taking it from there.
0: Absolutely, it's all. That's basically uh self improvement at its finest, right there. Yeah, taking bad moments and doing whatever you can to continue to push yourself forward, learn new things. That's where I'm at right now. I, thank God I didn't have to go through a rough breakup like you, uh, in order to start doing this. Hopefully, that's no time soon. But yeah, it's it's crazy how devastating moments like that can be, and like you feel like you'll never get through them but then now like you said looking back it it set you on the path towards being the person you are now
1: yeah and it's almost it's nostalgic where it's been so long i kind of forget about how how emotionally painful it was and now i'm i'm at the point where i can think about happy memories right with her and i can feel happy about it instead of getting all depressed and wanting to cry right mm-hmm. i can i can think of it as that was a really fun time, even though it didn't work out, it was a really fun time in my life. And I'm happy that I had that experience. And I'm happy that, you know, it it helped me shape, it helped shape me into, you know, the person I am today, even though it's cliche, right? It's, it's fucking true. It's just true. It's how it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like people always think these cliche moments and like sayings and shit are just like, oh, that's just what people say. That's not actually true. But like, I feel like so often it is. Like that shit is true. Like you learn from stuff like that. You learn from failing and people don't want to believe that, but it's true. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: It's cliche for a reason.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what, um, if you could take the person you are now with everything, you know, all your skills, all the people you've met, like everything that makes you who you are now, if you could go back to let's say like high school, right before you were about Mm -hmm. to go to college, would you do anything differently than what you did?
1: Hmm. So I feel like a question like that, everyone has regrets. If you say you don't have regrets, you're fucking lying because everyone has regrets, no matter how big or how small. I think the trick is to accept your regrets. And like you said before, accept your failures and be open to failure and just grow from it and learn from it. Because people fuck up all the time. Everyone fucks up all the time. And you can view a fuck up as I fucked up. I'm going to feel bad about it. I'm going to dwell on it. Or I fucked up, I'm gonna learn from it, I'm gonna make sure that this doesn't happen again. And then if it happens again, you you reiterate that. All right, I fucked up again. I did the same thing again. What am I doing? I really gotta, you know, not do that again. And you just learn from it and you grow from it and kind of accept it as, you know, a piece of who you are. So I'm very happy with how my high school and college went. I would definitely do things differently. I would I would have socialized more if I could go back to high school. Um because I moved to a new town going into ninth grade and i didn't know anyone and i had a lot of friends in school but i never really hung out with people outside of school too often and i played a lot of runescape i mean i played with two other friends right one of which actually i just met in real life for the first time in february we went snowboarding and it was fucking awesome this kid i've known for 15 years that i've never met him in real life so that was a great experience and he was one of my best friends in high school um so that was that was cool to meet him and then in college if I could change something i'm I'm really happy with how college turned out actually i don't think i would change anything from college each year kind of symbolized something different like freshman year was uh figuring out who i was and figuring out what i liked and making new friends and um just really a lot of self-improvement and then i i started dating a girl at the end of freshman year uh which i dated all of sophomore year basically so sophomore year was basically me and her and that relationship and that was my first real relationship of being in like more than you know a couple weeks with someone so that was a cool experience junior year was my college experience where I drank the most by far and partied the most and you know went out and 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 did stuff the most in that regard and then senior year again beginning a senior year I got into relationship I was beginning my career I felt because I started student teaching and I started getting all these new responsibilities and I started planning how am I going to pay off my student loans how am I going to do this so that was also and then I still you know partied and drank and stuff on the side but definitely a lot less than junior year. So senior year, I'm pretty happy with, I don't think I would, or college, I'm pretty happy with. I don't think I would change anything.
0: I feel like, yeah, like you said, the, obviously we all have regrets, whether it be small stuff, like oh, I wish I had asked that girl out in high school, but I did. Oh, well. Or like to the big things, like I should have taken this class instead in high school or even in college. Like I thinking back on college, now that I am back home, I wouldn't want to change anything either. Cause like everything happened for that reason. Another cliche, everything happens for a reason, but like from, I was upset, I guess it's a hindsight moment. Uh, I was accepted a semester late. I thought it was going to be terrible. I thought it was going to be impossible to make friends because everyone would have their groups freshman year. And then I came in, my fucking roommate was Brandon Porter. How like how could I be as lucky as ending up in a group in a a room with Brandon with this incredible group of guys that he was already friends with? Like that stuff doesn't I feel like that doesn't happen. But like every moment just worked out perfectly when you look back on it. So like I wouldn't change, I don't think anything either. Maybe maybe I would study something different because I don't want to go into bio anymore, but who knows? Like it doesn't matter at this point. It's you can't dwell on it, like you said. <laughs> the fun part, the more fun part of the podcast. <laughs> so you said you enjoy drumming, You did a little reading, you work on stuff. What are some other hobbies or interests that you're pursuing currently?
1: Um... So the main things I do for fun nowadays is I did a lot of hiking. I really like traveling, and I actually made it a promise to myself when I started teaching that I will travel to either another country or to the West Coast or somewhere. I I'm gonna get on a plane. I'm gonna go somewhere every single summer in my twenties, while I can, because if I do get married in my thirties and have kids, I could travel with my my girlfriend or my future wife potentially. But once you have those kids like your life is kind of on hold for at least 10, 15 years. You got, yeah. you got to raise those kids. <laughs> right. um, so I don't want to look back when I'm 30 and think, damn, I should have traveled a lot more. I should have used those summers and actually utilized them and, and done stuff and explored the world. So that's something I like doing. I like traveling. Um, I drum. I'm pretty big into exercise. Uh, I i play video games not so much anymore but the consistent game i've played for forever is league of legends and i have a bunch of friends that we play league with um especially in quarantine i've been playing a lot more because that is my socialization we have like (laughs) 20 people 20 different people that i know that play league and a lot of the the knights will all just play together and that's a lot of fun um and those are the main things I do. Otherwise, I do like try, I, as cliche as it sounds, I do like trying new things because I think it's fun and interesting. And I probably have a little bit of ADHD. And I, when I get into something, I get really into it. And I'll just focus on that for months and months. And then I'll stop doing it, right? And then I won't touch it for months. Like reading. If I read, sit down and read a book, I'll read for at least one to five hours just straight reading. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that book down and I may not touch it for two more months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the exact same way with learning new shit. Like I did, uh, I'll see YouTube videos pop up on my recommended page and it'll be like the easiest song to play on piano. And I watch it for no reason. And I'm like, I could do that. And then I like start watching piano videos and I'm like, I need a piano. And then I'll like <laughs> practice playing piano every day for like three hours at a time. And then like, now I don't have a piano, so I I'm not playing piano, but like I get I fully invest myself into hobbies and shit, and then when I get bored, I just stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that too. It's it's weird. I guess the stuff I really like, such such as drumming, and um and stuff. Also, I I've noticed that you can do with other people, right? That that almost keeps it fresh. So hiking, I hike with different people, and that keeps it fun. And it's fun to just hang out with people. Drumming, I play music with with Todd and my other friend Kevin even though we haven't done it in a while, but that would give me motivation when I'm drumming to actually focus on getting better. So then when we played, I wouldn't be complete garbage because they've been playing instruments their whole life. And you have me, who I played the trombone in in middle school for like (laughs) two years and I played the recorder in the fourth grade. I don't know anything about music. And I was absolutely, like they could both drum way better than me, but they could also play guitar and bass guitar. And, you know, I'm on the drums, obviously. (laughs) So that had... Some motivation to get better at drumming as well. What um, what's your
0: top or next destination you want to go to for traveling? Oh, you said you wanted to go to uh, Utah this summer, right?
1: Yes. So I was thinking of something we could do with COVID, uh, since I'm not going to be flying to another country. Mm-hmm. And our friend Matt, I, I, te- he was with you actually, and I texted him. Yeah. Let's go to Utah. Let's drive to Utah <laughs> because there's a lot of national parks out there. Yeah. I want to see, and hopefully that happens he may not want to do it because of the whole COVID situation um and potentially having to work as well so i definitely want to go out there sometime soon but i probably would want to visit ireland or spain as my next destination i want i want to go to spain with people with friends barcelona because i feel like it would be a lot more fun if i had friends but Ireland is kind of, I want to just see the, the nature there. And I want to visit Dublin and all the main cities and stuff as well. But I feel like Ireland's a place that I could go by myself and still have a great time. Where Spain, I think, would be a lot funner with friends. Yeah. You got <laughs> to hit me up with all
0: these trips. Because I really want to travel, especially when all this shit's over. I've always wanted to, well, not always, but as of more recently, I guess, my main goal right now is to visit all 50 states at some point in my life. So I'm working on that. So Utah, I would be down to go to Utah probably. <laughs> I want to go to Oregon for crater Lake. Uh, really anywhere. Honestly, I just want to get the hell out of Rochester <laughs> at this point. Hell yeah. <laughs> so anytime you're planning on doing a trip or anything, just let me know and I'll see where I'm at. Oh yeah, I yeah, dog, will do for sure. I think traveling with friends, Brandon says this all the time. Traveling with friends is completely different from going with family and I think it's way more fun. Yeah. Cause like sure. you, you don't have any limitations or anything. You can just be fully yourself and just be an idiot <laughs> the whole time and just in a different country or state.
1: <laughs> yeah, no I hundred percent agree. It's it's definitely different. Um and I even I have a really close relationship with my parents. I'm I'm literally myself with my parents. Like I'll say really stupid shit and my mom will usually like <laughs> sigh and get a little upset sometimes. I probably go too far. Uh, i'm I'm just I'm just me around everyone, basically. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it still is it still is different, you know, even if you can be yourself. It definitely still is different when you're with family and friends.
0: So what are some other hobbies or interests that you haven't started pursuing yet but have considered pursuing maybe sooner or later in the future? Do you have any that you're thinking of?
1: So the two that come to mind is uh, I want to learn more about investing. Because as being a teacher, I'm making a decent salary, but there's not really much opportunity for me to go up on a salary. So I would need some type of side hustle, such as tutoring is a great one. You can make a lot of money tutoring. Um, But I also want to invest some money now into probably index funds or mutual funds where it's going to be able to grow a significant amount in 20 years or 25 years. And I can just put it in. I don't really have to think about it. I don't have to manage it that well. And then, you know, when I'm 50, it's just another source of income I'll have, which is which is something that I'll, I need to just learn more about investing to do that, though, because I feel like I don't know enough about it now to do it smartly. And then the other thing is I want to play guitar. And my brother actually has an old acoustic guitar that he is willing to give me. So next time I go up and see him, he lives in Massachusetts, I'm going to get that from him. And I do want to learn how to play guitar as well.
0: I think... With invest, oh God, <laughs> yeah, with investing, uh, is that just coming from uh, Matt and Mike doing investing now? Is that why you want to get into
1: it? <laughs> so no, actually, no, and I, the type of investing Matt does, I do not want to do that. That investing. scares the and, shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, you have to constantly be paying attention to the market and the news, and I don't want to do that. I, 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 it's just too much work. I want to just put the money in, in <laughs> somewhere and then somewhere safe where it's going to grow slowly, but where, you know, 99% chance that it's going to grow and I'm going to make money. So that's just something that I forget where I got the, it was a couple of YouTube videos I watched where they talked about investing and how a lot of people uh, in addition to retirement funds should be investing in mutual funds, mm-hmm. especially if you don't think you're going to be making, you know, six figures in the future which I won't until I'm like a teacher of 25 plus years. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, that was, that's just something I want to do. Uh, I, I don't know where the origin of <laughs> you wanting to do what it comes from, but, uh, but yeah, I did actually Matt recommended a book. Um, what's it called? A random walk down wall street. And that's just oh, yeah. a personal finance book in general. I'm about a quarter of the way through and it's been good so far and it's been uh, and he keeps it interesting. The author, it's not dry. I thought it would be a little dry and hard to read, but it's enjoyable so far.
0: So what are some other reading? I, I love reading. Uh, what are some other habits that you have formed, do you think on your self-improvement journey? Um, Exercise is a good one too, like you said.
1: Mm-hmm. So something I'm constantly working on, I feel, that ties into all my habits is being disciplined. So this ties into working out, right? When you start working out, there, like, there are so many days where I don't want to work out. Yeah. So many days, but you do it anyway. And the more times you do it when you don't want to do it, number one, you feel like a badass afterwards because you're like, I really didn't want to do that and I didn't have to do that, but I pushed <laughs> myself. And you know, I went out and I did it, and I and I ran a couple miles or I did ab day or whatever it is, right? So being consistent with working out and being consistent with anything you're trying to improve upon, um, is something that I found I've improved on the last year and a half. And I still need to prove on a lot more for sure. Cause it's tough to be consistent with it. I fall out of habits all the time and then <laughs> I get back in them and I'm back in them for a month and then I fall out again. Right. <laughs> it goes back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I guess cooking also. I learned more, a lot more about cooking recently, and I want to continue learning about it, which is cool. I feel like cooking can be fun, and it saves you a lot of money, a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's something that I want to get better at. Yeah, so that's yeah. For the most part, that's it.
0: Do you have any bad habits that you want to break, but you just can't break? <laughs> um. <sighs>
1: Nothing terrible. <laughs> I'll say there are some things that I feel like I do a little too much that I should cut down on, but they're not really affecting me directly and they're not fucking up my life. Yeah. Um, kind of like drinking. If you drink too much, right. It's, it's not good. And yeah. You want to, you want to watch that, especially alcoholism is rampant on both sides of my family. So I really got to be careful with my drinking. And there have been times in my life, especially, oh, my God, when the breakup happened, where oh God, I would yeah. think, oh, my God, I'm an alcoholic. i got to stop drinking so much. And this was sometimes I would just have a couple beers, like, for two weeks straight. So I would get buzzed every night, but I wouldn't get shit-faced because I don't really like getting right. shit-faced. It's just not for me. Um, I shouldn't say that. I like getting shit-faced, you know, every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> refreshed right. refreshed. But, but, yeah, it was just I was drinking more because it would help me sleep, and then it would, you know, make me feel a little better. And I've cut down on that a lot, right because i'm I'm back to normal, which is good. but i I really don't have any bad habits that I feel I need to stop and I need to quit now, and it's negatively affecting my life. I think it's more about just keeping up with my good habits where I struggle with and being consistent with my good habits, like reading and exercising and eating healthy and um staying in touch with friends because that gets harder as you get older, right? And even if so my best friends I don't talk to, not during quarantine, but before quarantine, I wouldn't talk to Matt, for example, for, you know, a couple months at a time sometimes just because he was working, I was working. And then when you're not working, you're tired and you just want to chill out. And I'm fairly introverted. I'm, I'm probably like in the middle, but I'm more introverted than extroverted. So I need my, my own Kyle time to kind of just decompress <laughs> and relax where I don't want to talk to anyone, whether it's Matt or my parents or my brother or anyone. It's just, you know, I want to chill out.
0: So what would uh last main thing what would you say being 24 now what would you say you're most confused about currently in your life or what are you most worried or anxious about for your future
1: Oh god everything <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a that's a logical answer. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> say that. I like to think that they're joking and they're like yeah, everything. <laughs> no, not really, but yeah, they're like just crippling it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes i i guess because uh, so i've kind of developed this thought process and this um what would you call it a principle i go by where i always remind myself and again this ties into your intro to this podcast which is funny is no one knows what they're doing with their life and no one knows what they're doing right so it's all about just going through life and figuring it out and recognizing what you like and recognizing what you don't like and spending energy and time on what you like and avoiding things you don't like. And while you're doing this though, you have to make sure your finances are in check and you're supporting yourself and you're taking care of your health and you're taking care of your relationships, whether it's with friends or family or romantically. It's, it's, it's really tough to balance everything and to at the same time look for the future, right? So kind of the way I view it is I have very, very loose goals for the distant future, where in five years I want to have, you know, roughly eighty thousand dollars saved up by the time I'm 29, that is my goal. In addition to my retirement funds and investing and everything else, um, in my 30s, I feel like I want to get married, but I'm also open to the possibility of maybe not getting married. And same goes with kids. I feel like now I do want to have kids eventually, but I may feel differently when I'm 30, and it's just too damn hard to tell how I'm going to feel at that point. Um, And in my 20s, I don't want my 20s to go by right? and be in my 30s and then meet someone, a girl, and get married and have a kid and then realize, fuck, there were so many summers where I just either worked a job that only paid $15 an hour or I worked a job that that I didn't need to when I could have spent two weeks traveling or I could have spent three weeks traveling. And I didn't do that. And now I have this kid and I'm going to have to wait until I'm in my 50s to travel again. Yeah. Right. Or if I'm in my 40s to travel again. And if I bring my kids, it's going to be more expensive. So now I'm going to have to have the money saved up to do that. Um, so I, I guess it's just I feel really good about where I am sometimes. And then, you know, I feel like a lot of people feel this way. Sometimes you get stressed and anxious and you feel ah, shit, dude. Like it's been a year. What have I done in the past <laughs> year? Like, have I could I have done more? What yeah. am I doing with my life? <laughs> right. So it's it's definitely I feel different about it every single month, um, but I've been able to be OK with it and kind of just accept it as long as I'm doing. I want to travel. I want to continue to work out. I want to maintain my relationships. I want to save up money. I want to be continuously growing as a person. And as long as I'm doing all those things at the end of the year, I can be happy and I can look to the future and just be you know optimistic and happy about and excited for, which is also important the next year. Because I noticed when I started work, I'd be so busy, there weren't as many things that I could be excited for, right? Especially as a first-year teacher, I'm making all my lessons, it's a lot more work than someone who's done it before, I have to figure out how am I going to teach these things effectively, so it's draining, and once you spend all that energy doing those things, you're tired, and you don't want to do more work, and sometimes you don't even want to hang out with friends on the weekends, you just want a weekend to chill out, so... I would get kind of after a month of not really doing much excited, I would kind of feel shitty and feel, oh man, I haven't been like really excited about something in a long time. So it's all about kind of, even if you, cause I love teaching and I love my job. Even if you love your job, you still need to have hobbies and things that you can look forward to. Um, so things like that would be travel. Uh, tattoos is another thing I want to eventually get a full sleeve. So yeah. I got this in February and that's a really fun experience thinking about what I want. Um, and then the whole process of like whenever I've gotten a tattoo, it's never how I imagined it because <laughs> you always have this picture in your head and then you go and you get it done and your artist says, yeah, that's not going to work for a tattoo, <laughs> which is really common. <laughs> and you have to trust them, right? Because they know what works and they know what lasts and they know what doesn't last. But I can be, I can be, I am really happy with how all of the, uh, the pieces have turned out so far. So yeah, it's more just, you know, Every constantly being unsure of you know if i'm doing is if what i'm doing is the right thing for me but also being okay with that and knowing that even if this i could be doing something maybe that is more exciting and better i'm still happy with what i'm doing and i'm still leading a fulfilled life so as long as i can keep that up in my eyes i'm leading a successful life that's the most important thing to me
0: well well said Kyle. <laughs> well said <laughs> so what um Last, last thing, billboard statement. So if you owned your own billboard and you could spend any amount of money, millions of people would see it, what would you want your billboard to say? A quote, a phrase, something you live by, anything.
1: Can I? So can I have a serious billboard and then a funny billboard?
0: <laughs> You're rich enough to own two billboards.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the funny one, I'd probably uh don't be a simp <laughs> no nah, that yeah actually that's really funny i would make it like a meme billboard and almost i'm thinking i would shit on one of my friends but i also wouldn't want to do that at the same time to the whole world so it would have to be something where like if i put this up it's not going to fuck fuck their uh, their careers up right people are still going to want to hire them and do stuff um but i'd probably make some type of meme billboard for sure or just something that people could laugh at right yeah and then for a more serious billboard hmm hmm that's a good question
0: thank you (laughs) i wish i could i wish i could say it was my own but i got it from another podcast
1: (laughs) hey life is all about ripping other people off and putting your own flavor on it
0: (laughs) that's like with artists they say like all the best artists copy. Or like when you copy someone, that means you're doing something right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a sign of of uh, of flattery, as they say. Yeah,
0: exactly. I hope people go ahead and copy any of my artwork. Oh, there's no artwork
1: up. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a more serious message would probably something I resonate with a lot is is <sighs> something along the lines of live your life, and if you want to do something, just go for it. And if everyone is telling you that you shouldn't do it, but if you still really want to do it, fuck everyone else. Like, don't listen to anyone. Do what you want to do, because you only get one life. So maybe you're going to be dead soon, period. Have you lived? Question mark.
0: Or uh, actually, my next tattoo is going to be memento mori, which means remember you're going to die. And so basically the Stoics say, know that you're going to die,
1: but don't let that stop you from living. That's what you're going to get? Yeah. Do, do you it, know what this is?
0: <laughs> uh, it's an hourglass. Is that Memento Mori?
1: It's Memento Mori. Holy shit, That's where dude. the inspiration came from.
0: <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, God damn. I got, that's so uh, funny. I got a morfati. Ah, what's that so mean? That means uh, love of fate. So that's another stoic quote. Oh, awesome. So I want, uh, I think right here, I want a dash and it says memento dash mori Mm -hmm. so like the dash is kind of like the uh there's this poem called dash i forget who it's by but it's like the dash on your tombstone so that dash in between the two dates is your life so what are you going to do to live your dash yeah so i like like the really simple ones with just the words in the line that's what i want
1: that's awesome remind me after this to send you over the image i found um that that this was that this was uh uh that i got the inspiration for this from anyway because there's a very famous painting by i think a french painter and he painted a skull a rose and an hourglass and it represented the rose's life so you're born you have you live right and then you have time which is either a watch or a timepiece of some sort and then the skull is and then you die so have you lived your life with the time that you have because one thing is for certain, you're going to have time, you're going to be alive for a certain amount of time, and then you're going to die. So you might as well, you know, make the best of of your life, because if you don't, you know, what's the point of living?
0: Yeah, see, that's, I I love that quote. I love memento mori, but anytime I say it to someone, they're like, that's so morbid. Remember, you're going (laughs) to die. Well, I mean, if you think about it like that, but I don't think of it like that. Like, I think of it as a reminder to live. It's not a reminder that you're going to, well, it is, but you're supposed to live your life when you look at it. That's how I do yeah.
1: that's that's so funny that you said that. That's, that's really amazing. wild. When did you get that? that? Thing, I got this in February.
0: <laughs> oh wow, yeah, because I haven't oh, seen you have. since. Yeah, shit, we're on the same page, dude. Save wavelength yes, right don't now. Like it. This is us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, last thing, do you have any friends who are in bands or like other podcasts or like anything like that that you want to? Promote. I can put them in the description of the podcast episode, and we can obviously say their name right now if you have anything.
1: Or so, yeah. I Kevin I have Johans. someone actually. My buddy Kevin Johansmeyer. Uh, meyer
0: Yeah, you can uh send me anything that you want, and I can put it in there.
1: Yeah. So my my good friend Kevin Johansmeyer, him and his band just came out with an album a couple months ago in March. And their band name is High Risk Maneuver. And the title of the album is Against the Ropes. And it's, it's a Midwest emo album, I would say is the genre. You can find it on Spotify, you can find it on Apple Music, um, a lot of the major music platforms. And I would say go give it a shot, go listen to them. It's pretty good. They had it recorded in, uh, in Brooklyn this past year. I think it was in January. And I would definitely say go check him out because he's an awesome guy and they make good music. And yeah, check him out. <laughs> what was it?
0: High risk maneuver. Is that what you said?
1: Yep. So H I G H. And then there's a dash, a hyphen risk. Space maneuver. I can text it to you as well.
0: Yeah. My wifi is not working. So that's, that's fine.
1: I'll, I'll look it up later.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. Anything else? Anything you want to plug or. Quotes or any last-minute words of advice to the the three people listening?
1: <laughs> three people listening. If this ever gets big and your podcast ever gets large, you may have to take down this podcast so that future employers will still employ me for some of the stuff I said. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I don't think I said anything anything, uh, anything bad in this. I maybe, can, uh, maybe shitting on my district a little bit, but that's if okay. You,
0: if you want me to uh, send you the audio, I can, and you can – just take a quick glance at it.
1: All nah, right. It's all good. Upload it. YOLO. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your billboard.
0: YOLO. We're bringing it back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> YOLO 2020.
0: All right, Rat. Well, thanks again for coming on. I appreciate it. Glad we could uh, get you to do something else other than teach for a couple, like an hour.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. It's been great talking. This was a lot of fun.
0: All right. Thanks for everyone who listened. All three, of you, appreciate it. Good <laughs> luck and peace out. Uh, see you later.